My name is Chris Lazo. I'm the host of Conversional Speaking Podcast, and I'm super nervous about talking to you about this. And you're probably feeling nervous about talking to people. And I just want to affirm that and say that it's okay. It's okay to be nervous. Everyone's nervous. We all are nervous, and we're expecting nervousness. And most people will be forgiving about that and see through your nervousness to the true, actual core message that you're speaking about. Just kidding! No, they won't. <laughs> you need to build confidence when you speak in front of people. That's why you're here. So stay tuned for some quick confidence-building hacks coming up next. How do creative entrepreneurs make lifelong, raving fans when they communicate? That's the question. This show has the answers. My name is Chris Lazo. Welcome to the Conversional Podcast. So in episode 53, I introduced the three things that go through everyone's mind when they have to speak in front of people. Confidence, clarity, and connection. These three things that people want end up providing what you need, and that is impact. Meaning that if you can speak confidently with clarity and make a connection with your audience, you will have an impact. Now, we've been breaking each of these down, spending a few episodes helping you to develop them. And we're right in the middle of the first one. We've been talking about ways to build confidence. And so far, we've been playing the long game. Uh, speaking of ways to develop confidence over time, we talked about preparation, how when you are well prepared, you will be confident. We talked about projection, how sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta project confidence even if you don't feel it. Third, we talked about purpose, that when you have a deep reservoir of purpose, that is the reason for why you're speaking about something, it will propel a sense of confidence in what you're doing and saying. And then lastly, we talked about your voice, speaking of your natural voice, referring to the natural way that you express yourself when you are most uh, comfortable. Excuse me. Now, these are long-term confidence builders. They don't kick in right away. They're things that if you put them into practice, they will start to build your confidence. But I wanted to end this section on confidence building with a question that some of you are asking right now. Yes, 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 Chris. I know. Got to build confidence by being well prepared and projecting confidence and finding my sense of purpose and activating my natural voice. But what about when I'm on stage, I'm about to speak in three minutes, or I hit that record button and I just start getting those butterflies or my body freezes up or my voice cracks and I'm like, ah, what do I do in that moment? And for that, I don't want to give you the long-term confidence builders, which you can just kind of go back into the past episodes we just talked about. I want to give you those short-term ones. We could call them hacks, five confident hacks to activate your confidence in the moment. I want to give you five today. The first one is breathing. Breathing properly is more than just some kumbaya technique to feel good about yourself. It's a way to send a message to the brain. See, when you start activating a slower and deeper and more methodical breathing pattern, it activates the message centers in your brain, telling your brain that there's nothing to fear. Your brain will then kick in its own messages to the rest of your body to calm it down, including the 
dispersal of chemicals like cortisol and adrenaline, which turn into stress in the body. All of those things that kick in in the fight or flight reaction that you get when you're in danger, only in this case, you are speaking in front of people. And so it feels like danger, but it's not really danger. And so when you start to breathe properly, it tells your brain to tell your body that it's going to be okay. And it really works. It's a biological reaction. And so I want to give you a very quick breathing pattern right in the moment when you feel scared or you feel afraid and you just need that confidence and nothing else is working. Begin to take deep breaths. Stop where you are, get comfortable and take a deep breath. I'm going to give you three parts to this pattern. The first is going to be about, you know, a full deep breath. Try to hit seven seconds on the inhale and breathe with your stomach, not with your shoulders or your chest. Here's what I mean. If your shoulders go up when you breathe, that means you're not really breathing well. When you're breathing properly, your stomach should go out because there's air flowing into your lungs. And so I like to put my hand on my stomach and make sure that it moves away from my spine. And you're gonna take a slow, deep breath in. Try to hit seven seconds and I'll usually count it in my mind. <sighs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Obviously, I can't breathe as I'm counting the numbers for you, but hopefully you can visualize that. And that's a good inhale. Now, once you get to the top of that inhale, pause for about five seconds and hold it. One, two, three, four, five. And then exhale with another seven. And I like to go longer on the exhale. Get a long breath out for this in the same way. Pause for five seconds. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now you're getting your body breathing. You're activating the parts of your body that are important. That's sending a signal to your brain. I like to do that breathing pattern at least three times. You'll notice that when you do that in the moment of crisis, it actually calms your body down. So there's the first confidence building hack. The second is to identify the reason behind your fear. I think it's important to realize that whenever you're afraid, especially when it comes to public speaking, that's the fight or flight reaction kicking in. That's your brain, prehistoric brain that used to be afraid of, you know, saber-toothed tigers and sheer cliffs and disease and all that kind of stuff kicking in in the modern world. When there isn't a danger on your life, you're just scared because you're facing a challenge. And so your brain is reading that challenge as death, right? As a threat to your life. And one of the best things you can do in the moment, especially when you're getting up to speak, is to identify the reason behind your fear. Uh, what I want to note here is that you are not feeling guilt over your fear or thinking that you're incompetent because you're afraid, nor are you trying to get rid of your fear. The reason that you're afraid is because you're facing something new or something challenging. And that's actually a good thing. This might be one of the few moments in your life where fear is actually a good thing because it means you're stepping out. You're not comfortable. And so one of the best things to do in this moment is to identify the reason behind your fear and just to own the fact, face the fact that you are afraid because you're doing something awesome. You're about to speak to people and maybe that's a difficult and challenging thing to do, but pat yourself on the back and be like, yes, this is awesome. I'm doing something great here. And yes, I'm feeling a sense of fear over that. And that's normal.
that's a that's the second the second confidence hack is to identify the reason behind your fear see that the fear isn't actually that much of a threat it's just there because you're facing a challenge the third follow-up hack is to ask yourself what's the worst that could happen if i fail see you don't just want to identify the reason behind your fear which is that you're facing a challenge or you're doing something new but you also want to think realistically about the fear see maybe as you're identifying the reason behind your fear you come up with this you come up with a scenario well i'm afraid because what if i embarrass myself in front of everybody i have the microphone what if i stumble on my words or say something stupid or what if nobody likes it and this is actually a great question to ask yourself whenever you're afraid of a challenge what's the worst that could happen if i fail because you're forcing yourself to think realistically about the fear for a lot of people uh, this is common knowledge at this point i'm sure but the number one fear in america is the fear of public speaking over the fear of dying that's how irrationally the public and maybe ourselves included think about public speaking it is so irrationally scary that it's worse than death for so many people and you might have those irrational fears when you're speaking you might think well all uh, my voice will freeze and i'll i'll you know i won't say anything correctly or everyone will boo me or it'll be the terrible uh, the most terrible thing i've ever done or i'll lose my job and like we start to think irrationally about the reasons why we're gonna fail and a simple way to cut through that noise is to ask yourself what's the worst that could happen if i fail and to think realistically about it no, you probably won't lose your job. No, the house probably won't burn down. No, you probably won't spontaneously appear naked in front of the audience. These are irrational fears. Yes, you might make a mistake. Yes, you might say something silly or embarrassing, but is that really bad? Is it really that bad, I should say? So there's the third hack. What's the worst that could happen if I fail? Here's the fourth confidence hack. Keep fear to yourself. Let it be something that you internally battle and wrestle with and use to push you through the challenge, but don't bleed it out on the audience. I talk about this in depth in episode 55, where we talk about how we sometimes just need to project confidence, even if we don't feel it, because we are there for the audience. We are there for the listener. They're not there for us. We're there to provide value to them. And we do them a disservice when we get up there and we start to project our nervousness. We say things like, oh, I've never done this before. And I, I'm sorry, I've, I'm so nervous right now. And I've never spoken behind a microphone. Like none of that stuff helps. It doesn't help you, it doesn't help them. The best thing you could do in that situation is keep it to yourself ask those questions do the breathing exercises identify the reason behind your fear ask yourself internally under your breath what's the worst that could happen if I fail but keep it to yourself don't share that with others they don't need to hear it they need to hear what you came to say and so battle struggle through the fear um, but do it internally here's the fourth or excuse me the fifth and final confidence hack is to find a cheerleader after you've done the breathing and you've calmed your body down used your powerful brain to calm your body down and slow the flow of those fight or flight chemicals and then you've battled internally in your mind about the reason behind your fear what the worst thing that could happen if you fail was and you do it 
with yourself and not with the audience, then <clears throat> you find a cheerleader, someone to reinforce your confidence and remind you that you're doing a great job. If this is a live setting, I like to look for one or two people in the audience who are really vibing with me. You know what I mean? Have you ever felt this? Have you ever looked out on a sea of people or even a small group of people and everyone has the, their eyes glazed over and they're like looking, they look like they're scowling or frowning, but there's this one person who's like, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. They're nodding their head. They might even be smiling. Who cares what's going through their head right now? You need that in the moment. You need a cheerleader. And I like to find one, two, if I can, cheerleaders in the audience that I can keep looking to when my confidence is dying, when the fear gets too overpowering. I like to find them because those are encouraging people. And there's always someone out there, especially if you're doing a halfway decent job, there's gonna be someone out there that resonates with you, find them quickly because they're gonna give you the energy you need. Now, some of you are speaking not in a live setting, but on social media, YouTube, those kind of things. Whatever it is, it's live, but it's social media. They're not in the building with you, they're on camera, they're behind a screen, they're in the comment sections. I like to find my cheerleaders in the comment sections. People that are like, yeah, or amen, or emoji hand clapping, hand raising, or the fire emoji, you know? I like to look for those. Uh, one of my favorite people in the comment sections is a guy named Alan, Alan Mask. He's always just like all caps with emojis, just like, yeah. And it, it gets me so encouraged because no matter who out there is watching or listening or even connecting with my message, I know that Alan is, is like vibing with it. And that goes a long way for me. That's the energy I need to get through the fear in the moment. Now, I want to add a bonus here, and that is to get feedback. This is kind of a strange way to find a cheerleader, but I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't include this because this is critical feedback, is finding people who are listening to you that can give you feedback, both good and bad. To be able to say lovingly in a, in a relationship where there's trust and safety, to, to be able to say to you as a speaker, hey, this was great. These two things that you did or this, these three things that you did or that one part, so good. You got to keep doing that. And oh, next time, here's one area that might have been, that was hard for me to follow. You might be able to clarify it with this way uh, or by doing this thing. And just the feedback. And here's why I include feedback. Feedback gives you, <laughs> I feel so silly saying this, feedback gives you feedback about how well you're doing. And that's truly what all public speakers want to know. We are pouring our heart and mind into speaking. It is a thrill, but it's also incredibly scary. We're putting ourselves out there and giving our opinions on important things in front of a crowd that is very thrilling and scary. And one of the best encouragements we can get is for somebody we know and trust to be able to tell us how we're doing, how we're doing well and what we can adjust for the next time. That can take the form of coaching, that can be a friend in the crowd, that can be your spouse, that can be another speaker, uh, but just get some good feedback. I talk more about what feedback, good feedback looks like in episode 10, go check it out. But these are my five quick confidence hacks. Learn to breathe property, pro property. Learn to breathe property, property. Learn to breathe properly. 
Identify the reason behind your fear. Ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen if I fail? Keep fear to yourself. Don't bleed it out on the audience and look and find a cheerleader to reinforce your confidence. Do you want more tips like this? I've got a lot of them in a PDF form called the five secrets of conversional speaking, where I talk about your purpose. I talk about crafting a message, an outline. I speak about your natural voice and the flow of putting all of these elements together. You can get an intro to all five of these at chrislazo.com. It's free on the house. Download that thing and have a ball. Can't wait to talk to you next time.